With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman podcast and Pete Carroll being relieved of his head coaching duties in Seattle. It's It's been a long time. Uh, he's been there 14 years, winning his coach in Seahawks history. Obviously, it's a decision that seems like it was made by ownership. To move in a different direction. It looks like he'll still be a part of the organization in an advisory role. But I'm very surprised by this decision. Again, another winning season. Uh, they didn't make the playoffs, so I think that was the expectations. There was disappointment there. Uh, but they've been consistent. They've been consistently a winning team. They've been consistently in these ball games. I think they took some really tough losses at the end of last season. Uh, but I did not see this coming. I did not see them letting Pete go. Uh, he's one of the only coaches in the history of football in general to to win a national championship in college and win a Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's the greatest Seahawks coach of all time, and that's not to be debated at this point. He won them their only Super Bowl. Uh, I was on this team that, that won a Super Bowl with Seattle, but it was a situation where I expected them to let Pete coach as long as he wanted to and be around as long as he wanted to. He instilled an incredible culture in Seattle. He's done a ton for the city of Seattle, for the city of L.A. He's done a ton for football in general. Uh, you know, we, we talking about the always compete mentality. It's going to be interesting to see what Seattle does from here. Obviously, they see um, the number of coaches coming onto the market, and, and it was something that they couldn't pass up, similar to what the Tennessee Titans owner uh, did, and they, they said there were things that they couldn't pass up. Uh, I don't know how you follow this up. Uh, you know, I think people are expecting grass being greener on the other side and something new and new is always better, but new isn't always better. And uh, I think Pete won a lot of games, took him to a lot of playoffs. Uh, we did a lot of special things in my time there. Uh, but, you know, if you're talking about hiring a guy like Dan Quinn, I could see that. I can see that being the reason you make a move like this. Give Dan an opportunity to come back to Seattle and still a similar culture, uh, similar defensive game plan. Obviously, he he coaches from the front to the back. 
bring up bring a young innovative offensive coordinator in and i think he's somebody that could do well in this environment uh but outside of that i think if they you know this decision can send this franchise one of two ways i mean i guess it's always a fork in the road kind of deal when you when you change head coaches after you know this guy being as special as he was to this city um 137 wins over his time here I, I I don't know. This is a head scratcher for this organization, but uh, I guess you can appreciate him doing it now. I would have guessed there's going to be a lot of changes on this staff. I don't expect them to retain very many people. Uh, so I'm interested to see what happens going forward, what the plan is, um, because I don't know. I, I don't know what where they go from here. Obviously, they wanted to get in this quarter. I mean, this coach market. Um, are there more ch- trades in place? Are there more changes afoot? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they go internal with the candidate. Um, but I think there's this is a moment for the Seahawks to to really uh, to to make a tribute um, to to everything he's done for this city, everything he's done for this organization. Um, I'm sure John Snyder will stay on board, but you know, maybe not, you know, maybe this is, this is a, a situation where they, they cut ties and, uh, start anew, but I highly doubt that. I don't think that's the way you go in this situation. I don't think that would lead to, to a great future for Seattle to just, you know, fire everybody and start with a new front office, new head coach, new staff, new everything, and think you're going to have a successful season next year. But, I mean, this eventually had to happen. I just didn't expect it right now after the season they had. I thought mm, maybe they'd let Pete go out on his own uh, and make that decision similar to what I'm thinking the Patriots will do with Bill Belichick. But good for Pete. You know, maybe, he, you know, he needed this break. Um, you know, there's a lot more to life. I'm sure he'll still be around the organization and very involved in every decision-making. Maybe he'll go into front office, and he and John will help create another team and help guide the next head coach uh, to success. But you talk about the NFC Championship games. You talk about all the all-pros that have come through this organization from myself, Bobby Wagner, who's still with the organization, off another Pro Bowl season, Cam Chancellor, Old Thomas III, uh, great players like Michael Bennett, Cliff Averill, Doug Baldwin, Jermaine Kearse, uh, you know, uh, Russell Okun played well, Marshawn, obviously Russell Wilson, uh, you know, Brandon Browner got a pro bowl during his time here. Uh, Byron Maxwell was a great player, Jeremy Lane. Uh, and then you got KJ Wright, you know, who was, a who was a captain on this team, a pro bowl player, an all pro caliber player, uh, Brandon Mebane, a guy, Red Bryan, Chris Clemens. A uh, number of guys that have come through, and this is just, you know, during my time. Then you got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Ricardo Lockett. Um, I can go on and on and on about the special players that have played for this organization that he's brought in uh, and he's changed the lives of both here and in Southern California. We can talk about his philanthropy, but this is a shocking decision from Seattle. Um and I just don't know what they're going to do going forward. And that's my concern is, is it's, it's big shoes to fill and a hard and a hard um, spot to feel when a guy has had this much success with an organization and he's this beloved. I know a few years ago, there were conversations where guys 
might have wanted a new head coach and, and there were fans clamoring either either it's going to be Russ or it's going to be Pete. And clearly uh, they've made the decision that it has to be Pete this time. And uh, I, I'm not sure I agree with it. Um, I am definitely not sure. Uh, I'm not sure the direction they're going to go, but I'm sure he's proud of his legacy, proud of everything he's done, proud of what he's done for the city of Seattle. But my goodness, offensive philosophy is going to change. Defensive philosophy is going to change. Personnel is likely to change. They have some foundational pieces. I think Leonard Williams will be there. I think Charles Cross and Abe Lucas tackles will be there. Kenneth Walker III, JSN, DK, obviously. Um, Gino, I think, will be there. Bobby, I think, comes back. You know, He's coming off a Pro Bowl year. It'd be weird for them to get rid of him and have all this transition. But the safeties were both on contract years. And Wandre Diggs and Julian Love. Um, you got to figure out what they're going to do with Jamal Adams. Uh, so many decisions to make. Jaron Reed is another guy that they're going to have to make a decision on. Played really well this year. Uh, Boye Mafe. There's a ton of pieces that they got. Really talented team, but there's going to be decisions for a new staff to make. And I hope John Snyder and those guys are ready to make it. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs is bringing you an offer that'll make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Richard. New customers can bet just five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Richard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman Podcast. We got a great guest on, Tayshaun Gibson, safety for the San Francisco 49ers. A really a kingpin, linchpin of this defense. How you doing, brother? Brother, I appreciate you for having me, man. I'm blessed, man. I, you know, getting ready for this first round, but I'm happy about it. So, you know, that means a lot to me, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah, y'all played well. Um, this defense really changed when you when you kind of got into the lineup. Talk about being entered into the lineup at the time you were last year and, and, and you know, how you reacted because I know there was a time you thought maybe this is it, uh, and then you got on this defense and, boy, they have been a lot different with you in the middle of the field. You have looked the same because you're still a ball hawk and getting to sideline to sideline, but you changed the complexion of this defense. Man, you know, Sharon, I appreciate it. Uh, it's just kind of one of them things where I got to that point in my career where uh, last summer, man, I'm sitting at the house in this third week in August. And now you kind of tell yourself each day that 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 time get pushback. Say, if I ain't signed by training camp. I'm hanging it up, man. Full-time dad, full-time. All right, middle of training camp, man. By that third preseason game, it's like, man, this might be it. Get a phone call. Me and Jimmy Ward got the same agent. 
They tell us like, hey, man, we got bad news, good news. Bad news, Jimmy might be down. Good news, we won't get to come in and work out for us. And, you know, that's the first time ever having a workout for a team before. It was humbling, Sherm. Like, you know, it was humbling. So I come to Minnesota, I go work out. And, you know, everybody out there, all eyes on me. And it's just kind of like a cool thing, man. It just kind of made me go back to ground zero, kind of, uh, you know, all pride and everything aside, man. You want to play in the National Football League, you got to go out here and do it. And from there, it just was a whirlwind. I'll never forget Mr. Lynch set me down. And he was honest with me. He said, hey, you know, right now, Jimmy, we love Jimmy. Jimmy, a great player. He just come off top 100. And uh, he like, you know, these first four games going to be huge for you. My goal is for you to be here. You play well enough. We'll figure out how to work you in when Jimmy get back. But you control everything from here on out. And that's just kind of one of the things I respected about Mr. Lynch. I knew I understood who Jimmy was. It never was a, a, a situation where it's like, hey, this is what it is. It's like, hey. You stay here long enough to be on this roster, stay here long enough, you do well enough, you play. And I guess the rest is history. I just kind of put my head down, man. I was like that old dude, didn't really talk to nobody. I just went out there, man, and I tried to work, man. And Huff, Huff was a huge, 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 huge part of that, man. And I give that man so much credit. That's my brother for life. No question. Uh, when you and Huff, and I said this after Jimmy went down, I said, your chemistry on the field was something you could see immediately. I mean, people don't talk about it unless you're a defensive player and you see how the, how the rotations go and how the guys adjust to each other. But you and Huff had such a good rapport. I said it before Jimmy even came back. I said, they're going to put Jimmy at nickel. And that's what, they're not separating them two right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw, I love Jimmy to death. But that's if they, they're not about to sit. They're not about to sit Gip on the bench, and they're not about to sit Huff on the bench. Jim, you're going to have to come back here to play the nickel spot. They're going to put all y'all on the field, but them two ain't coming Best off. 11 got to play, sure, man. You know how that goes. No question. No question. And the way you were playing made it easy. Talk about, like, your mindset, because you came in as an undrafted free agent, so your mindset has always got to go get it. But you came into one of the best defenses in the National Football League and elevated it, which is crazy. Sure. You know, it's kind of one of those things where, uh, you know, I always walk around with that chip on my shoulder, man. People have called me the former undrafted player before they call me the former pro bowler. That's just okay. life. That un that, uh, that undrafted title going to always follow me no matter where I go, man. And I, I, I wear it with a chip on my shoulder. So I think that's been a, a huge blessing for me in a sense of, man, it just made me just stay humble and keep my head down and work, honestly. And, uh, you know, when I came here, same thing. Uh, just like, man, I just wanted to be the guy who didn't. This defense was so good, man, and you've been here. Just like, I didn't want to be that guy that stuck out in a bad way. Um, And I think that that's the thing just kept me motivated, man. And having somebody like Huff, man, that dude has so much energy, man. And it's a big, it's it, it's huge not having a guy like that, man. And I know it's not just because of the relationship that we got. He's a heck of a player, man. And it's just his energy that he brings to a team. It's just something different that you just can't, you just can't replace. So having him, I tell people all the time, besides Fred, Huff is a guy you want to go and ask questions about this defense, man. This dude knows. Sometimes he'll correct coaches. He'd be like, hey, is this supposed to be that? Like, he's just so studious to the game. So having him just telling me, like, you might see a mic'd up with Huff. It just, I didn't have to do nothing, Sherm. I ain't going to lie. My first five games, Huff would be like, go right, go to the post, go down, go left, go right. <laughs> so, you know, he took me back to elementary football where it's just like line up, play, play fast, go do your thing. Coach Miko, uh, Coach DB, they did a good job of just slowing things down and let me get back used to this system because you played in it. Seattle version, a little different than, you know, Sala when he came here. Miko, I played in it with Gus. Jacksonville. Uh, in mm -hmm. Jacksonville. So the terminology was different, so I took a little time to get used to it. But once they let the reins go, man, it was just a match made in heaven in this defense, man. I'm so fortunate that they gave me that opportunity.
Bro, it's a match made in heaven, but it also speaks to your preparation and your mindset because you came in and like I said, you elevate. You weren't just a cog in this defense. You weren't just a, a piece of this defense. You were getting pick after pick. I mean, you you solidify in the middle of the field. There was no seams, no post. I know DB no is post. still preaching it. There ain't no seams, no post. And it didn't show it wasn't with you back there. And and then it was the open field tackling. It was open field tackling, preventing these big plays. People don't know how difficult that is to Man. be in the middle of the field when something busts open and somebody got to get them down. And you did such a great job last year and doing it again this year. But it's not something I hear people giving you a lot of praise for, which is which is kind of frustrating to me because I'd be like, man, are y'all not watching this dude? Like, this dude has been killing. You had him. I would argue between this year and last year, I mean, these are some of the best years of your career, I would say. No you doubt, playing Sharon. really high-level football. I agree with you. I agree with you, man. And I appreciate that. It just, I was, I was sitting here talking to my brother about it, man. And, and, you know, you always get to, you get to that age where people say, how long you want to play? You just like, man, I just want to win this Super Bowl, man. You know, that's why I tell people, but it's like what San Francisco, what the city, what this scheme, what the team did for, for just my career. Uh, man, I'm forever in debt. I'm so thankful because like, you know, year 10 coming out of Chicago, did, things wasn't going the way that we wanted. Obviously, it's a lot of variables in in, in, in in the team game, but I didn't personally do what I needed to do. I ain't going to lie to you. So just rejuvenating myself, man, just the love for the game that I had last year. I mean, I'm forever thankful, man. The faithful, they brought me in, man, and they 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 they, they welcome me, man. And the coaches, they respect what I bring to the table. And you know how it is. You know, when you respect them, when you appreciate it, man, it just it goes a long way. No matter the accolades, no matter how much money you've made, Anything, man, when you appreciate it, goes a long way, man. Just to be here and appreciate it, not just by the coaches, but the guys in the locker room. Um, it just hit, make you just want to go harder, man. I can't let my guys neck down, you know. And mm -hmm. that's just one of the things for me, Sharon, where it just kept me going, man. Just like, man, I can't let these guys down. And that just been my biggest thing since I stepped in here. Uh, it's just like make sure I do my 111. Like, you know, I can't let a guy like Fred down. Right. Fred, run through a, Fred make you run through a brick wall for him, man. Love that dude, man. Like, no you know, question. I can't let – uh, Huff down, a Mooney down, a Dre man. These guys who put they. So I tell these guys all the time, man. I'm I'm here for y'all, man. I just want y'all to help me get to that to that big dance, man. And you know I'm gonna do my OG part in this thing. Uh, but it's just been a blessing. Like I said, it's been really a blessing to be here for sure. As a as a dude who was an OG in that locker room when some of these dudes was young pups, yeah, uh, I feel you. <laughs> now now they chisel veterans, but I was oh man, they bench now, sure, long way, long way since <laughs> when you was here, man, for sure. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Man, it's wild. And you've had a had a had a great impact on that, but I'm about to take you all the way back. Way awesome. back. Awesome. I'm gonna talk, take you back to Kimball High School, and then oh, I'm gonna take man, you back. Way back. To Laramie and playing with your brother <laughs> yeah. at Wyoming. You did just research. All right, see this. Come on you now. You have been me on this podcast, man. Come on, talk to me. <laughs> yeah. So tell tell me about it. You did everything at Laramie. You played quarterback. You was a returner. You was a you was all district. You ran track. What took you to Wyoming? I mean, they gave Marcel a chance. <laughs> so you know that was a cool op. And and I, I'm a brother. I'm a little brother too. My yeah, brother yeah. Got three so years you, on me, and yeah, somebody gave me the way. op to play with him. I'm taking it. Come on, man. Like, so, you know, so, so, so to be honest, I wasn't heavily recruited, man. I think uh, I had Fresno State and Idaho, like, you know, and uh, those are my only office in Wyoming. So when it came down to it, my mom's really just, she she from California, so she really just didn't want me going to Fresno. Idaho, I mean, you say, what's the difference between Idaho and Wyoming? Wyoming sound like Vegas compared to Idaho to me. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, no shade to Idaho, man. But, you know, I love my pokes, 307 now. Right. But, um, you know, when it came down to it, man, my brother being there, he was three years older than me. I never got a chance to play with him. Always looked up to him, idolized him. So he actually gray shirted and then he red shirted. So he was only going into his red shirt sophomore year. So as I'm coming in, um, the moment that they said, hey, you have an opportunity to start at cornerback next to your brother, man, that just I didn't need to go on no visits. It was like, where do I sign up? You mean to tell me I get to play with play with the dude I've been idolizing since Little League? was no brainer. And, uh, you know, you get to layer me, man. And it just been, it was a, it was one of those weird situations where you just fall in love with a place that's so unconventional, so different than what I'm used to, man. I'm a city boy, man, from Dallas, Texas and going to layer me. It just was so different. You talk about it's green. The summers are different. The winters are different. And man, you know, having my brother there, man, it made our bond even that much more tighter. And it's just, it just was something that, man, I would never trade that, man. I would say I'd do that all over again. I, I'd take my my talents to 307 any day, man, if it meant that I got to play with my brother. Because those are memories, Sherman, I ain't going to lie to you. I'd never be able to – nobody can ever take. Just lining up next to your brother, man, saying, like, man, you got my back. You're on that side. I'm on this side, man. It yeah. just was – it's so cool, man. The memories that I take forever with me, man. So, you know, it was just it – was, it was a cool situation for me to go up there and play with my brother. We started three years together. Best three years of my life, man, honestly, truly. No question. Bro, that's that's how I would imagine it being playing with your brother. Oh, like, man, it was smooth. Workouts together, practices yeah. together. No doubt. Did y'all live together? We lived yeah. together, everything. Oh, man, man, it used to be we going games. But I never forget we played Boise, man. They had a receiver, Titus Young. Dude yeah, had wheels. That, 
my brother was like a four three guy, man. First quarter, man, dude run a big post, and it's just like my brother, like, hey, I'm gonna guard him for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, you you have these the big brother instinct kick in, like you know, and it's just like them things, man. You think about little things like that. I tell people all the time, I wasn't the best athlete in my family. I really feel like my brother had he stuck it out, man. My brother, man, he probably probably the best football player that I've ever played. When I know people say like, I genuinely think to this day, man, he was a better he was a better defensive back than me. And people say, ah, oh, how that? Nah, I mean that, man. And you know, probably you can you can attest to it, man. Some of the best ones, man, just mm-hmm. didn't have that didn't opportunity. It. Made it. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have that opportunity that he did, man. So you know, without him, I wouldn't be here, man. And I shout out to my brother, man. Nothing but love, man. That's my dog for sure. Man, no question. I mean, I got a big brother that that I I tell every, people all the time. I wouldn't be half the player I was man. without him paving the way. Without and question, like it's, it, you, it's easier to go second. It's easier to be the second person in Laramie. No doubt. Your, your brother was there. He was probably looking around like, how? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He had to crawl for me to walk, Sherman, man. I I, t- I tell him all the time, and I appreciate you more than you ever know, man. Truly, man. That's some real stuff, though. And didn't you meet your old lady out there? That, that, yeah, that, man. That, like, you know, on. my, my like, you know, got got three kids, man. And, you know, so Laramie is, Laramie was, Laramie did, did, did way, way more good than I probably could have ever imagined, man. Truly, that's the truth. If I ever end up in Wyoming, I'm a thinker. I don't know it, how man, I, end up. It, I, t- I know all the places now. You know, I'm still connected, man. I you just let me know when you're going through the 307, man, for sure. <laughs> no question. No question. I'm gonna let you know. Now we're gonna get back to these coaches and this scheme. Tell me what you've thought of Kyle Shanahan because I don't know if y'all crossed paths when you was in Cleveland, uh, or how that was, but how have you seen him as a head coach? Because his his approach was totally different than I had with Pete Carroll. That boy. Kyle getting them team meetings, and boy, he is a professor. Say, man, you know the funny part about it is it was so new to me when I first got here, and I had got here after they played their first preseason game. I mean, the the the, the Vikings preseason game, and he coming there to Monday meeting, and he's going over every single play. We must have been in there for probably about an hour, right? <laughs> and I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, man, I've never been a part of that. Um, but when you get here and you you get used to it, and you realize, like, man, this man is obsessed with ball. And it's hard for you not to want to play for a guy like that, Sherm, because it's like, man, this dude just love ball. Like, man, if I can't do nothing for these next six, seven months, these six, seven hours a day for this man, not just for him, but like he loved it so much, man. It's just like, man, it's six hours of your day. Like, you know, um, he just was so different. And you could tell, like, football is always on his mind, man. His team means sometimes you think they go for 10 minutes and they go for 50 minutes. And he just he's going, man. And uh just my approach, I was with Kyle in Cleveland, 2014, man, the year I went to the Pro Bowl. So me and Kyle, we, I was young, man. So me and Kyle, we really didn't kind of, you know, just kind of like pleasantries, man. I speak to him when I see him in the hallways on the field. Nothing too personal. Uh, but when I got here, man, I seen a different side of him, being able to talk to him a little more in a personal light, man. And it's just like, I could tell you this, man, Kyle's probably my favorite coach I've played with. And I'm not just saying that. Uh, because I'm here, but man, just the way that he take care of the players, that open door policy, man, like he's a straight shooter. And you gotta, you, you, you gotta respect that. You've been around long enough, man. Some guys that'll tell you one thing, and it's just like it's always somebody else's like, hey, well, it's not my decision, but this Kyle is a straight shooter. What he say he mean. John right. been nothing but a straight shooter to me, man. And the older you get, the more you can respect that. I can respect that, man. Like, yeah, man, tell me what it is. And besides that, it's just like 
He take care of his players, and that's why you see so many guys that got nothing but love and respect for Coach Kyle. Man, is everything perfect? No, Coach is. Everybody going to have some complaints. You've been in the locker room before. Complaints is always heard in every locker room, man. But I tell you what, man, it's a locker room full of guys, man, that run through a brick wall for Kyle, man. He's just that type of guy, man. He command that type of respect, and, man, the guys rally behind him, man, and I'm proud to be a part of this for sure. No question. No question. That open-door policy, especially for vets, yeah. is totally different because you almost appear with him. You know what yeah. I mean? Kyle, Kyle, only what 41. <laughs> so the conversations aren't like, you You know, I used to be talking to, to, to Pete Carroll. He's right, right, right. 68 years old, <laughs> 70 years old. And it's like, okay, there's a certain regard. But when you're talking sure. to Kyle, and he's four, five years older than me. It's like, hey, and Kyle. He, he kind of like your peer. You're right. That's the truth. That's the truth. And I appreciated how he always took care of the vets. He's asking oh, you wow. questions. Like, hey, you good? You need a day? Like, no how doubt. your legs? Like, all the time. Every coach isn't like that. No doubt. And and then you translate it to, to his football knowledge and his schematic knowledge. You go into games, like, be excited to get on the sideline and watch the offense. Like, let me see if they're going to run that play. I, I don't sit up. down, Sherm. Man, <laughs> like, them boys, it's so crazy what he do on that offensive side, man. It's like i never seen nothing like it. Like, it's wild, man. I remember he, him and Jimmy G that year that they were 6-10 before they turned, But I think, the year before you may have got here. They sliced and diced. The Jimmy G might have had his best game. And our defense that year in Jacksonville was, we was, we was, I mean, nice, man. Everywhere. Yo, Saxonville. Saxonville, man. They, Jimmy G straight us for three. Man, that man made that perfect passer rating on us, man. We had number pro bowlers back there. Cal, like, we was just all over the place, man. I said, man, this, this offense different right here, man. So Cal know what he's doing on the offensive side. It, it, did you ever, during training camp or anything, get to the point? Because we used to duel in training camp, and he used to be drawing up some nonsense. And he'd be like, bro, you, you cheat. You know who he's running. Like, man said he know that he know that he know the weaknesses, man. Kyle to run some stuff, man. That had your head spinning, and you just like, ain't no way you thought we could have defend this play. Like, it, like, no, nah, man. Like, you give him something like that, man. No. Uh, Many times in training camp like that, that's what made it fun, man. That's what made us That's what made us compete. That's what made it in a training camp practices. One thing about it, you're going you gonna, to you gonna get your due out of them training camp practices, man, for, to the point where the games are easier. And that's one thing you don't respect while you're in it. Yeah, man, you 33 this year, 12. Man, them training camps was hard, sure. But when you get to the game, you say, this is what those practices was for. This is easy now. So, you know, man, I have so much respect for Coach Shanahan, for sure. Well, can we talk about how talented this team is? Because I know you played on good teams. You played on great teams. You were reason the teams were great in Cleveland. You played in on that Saxonville team with, with Calais and, and y'all had Jalen and you and, you know, y'all had a really good team. Uh, but let's talk about, because it's, you look up and down the roster. You talk about you. You talk about Nicholas, John, Bosa, Eric, yeah. don't get enough credit. Absolutely. And now you got Chase Young. You got Trent on the other side, Debo, Brandon, Christian, Brock. Fred, Greenlaw, I mean, we go on and on. It has to feel good going into a game when you're watching and you're going to practice with these guys. And do you ever catch yourself like, man, this is some of these some of them boys right now? You, you know, the crazy part about it is I think I, I, I want to say Philadelphia game. And you sit back and I looked and I think it, the game had kind of started getting away. And I think one of our last series, it's like these boys can't move the ball. And you just look around you. And I mean, like, we we, we missing an all-pro safety. So you, we ain't even talking about a first-team all-pro safety that we missing. So to look around and see this, I can't help but just thank God, man, that I was put in this right situation because, like, 
you see a Nick Bosa, man, selfless dog. Like, man, best best defensive player in the league. No, no matter what the stats look like, the impact that man make is different. Fred, truly a top five defensive player in the league, man. Like, I mean, I don't think people know exactly what Fred do. People know, but you look around, you got these. It's like the monsters, man. Like, how can you decide I'm on Space Jam, man? I'm living, I'm living a dream. You got all these dudes back here. I just gotta do my job, man. I just gotta be in the right place, man. Uh, so you sometimes you look at that and, and not even talking about the guys on offense, man, the way Purdy is operating. You got guys like B, uh, Ayuk who just, he just, we seen it during training camp, but what he's done this year, man, is different. We know what Debo do. Debo is Debo, man. Best player with the ball in his hand and Kittle. Best tight end in the National Football League. So you look at this, man, how can you not just walk in here and be like, you don't like to look ahead, but it's like, man, this is a Super Bowl caliber team just from talent alone. We ain't talking about the schematics or anything like that. We're talking about talent alone. And I'd be remiss, man, if, if this wasn't the year. And I don't like to talk too far ahead. You know how I go. Right. Uh, but, man, it's, this is the most talented team I've ever been a part of. And when I say it's not close, it's remotely not close. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's, it's hard to argue that with who you got. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. And then you talk about yourself, who's having a great season, lowest passer rating amongst safeties. Um, it, you talk about Charvarius Ward, who got five interceptions, and oh. over the last... Yeah. Last eight, ten games. Yeah, my dude Mooney, his dude, man. I Come mean, on, Sher. Strapping. What? Strapping. Demo, too. Don't forget about Demo, man. Demo, no. my favorite player, man. Bro, Come on, they, man. All they do is ask Demo, hey, play on the outside. Hey, Charvarius went, went, he injured. Go go follow the best receiver. Play safety all right, if you got now, to. Play, play safety. All right, now play nickel because we, we need you to play nickel now. Man, talk about versatility. But 100%. Mooney, 
is on some other stuff right now. And I don't he think he's getting enough credit. I agree with you. I told him yesterday in the team meeting, you know, you have you, we had a real talk and man, that's, that's one of the things I told him. And I hope that you get everything that you deserve. The Pro Bowl just ain't enough for the way that you've been playing. Uh, Mooney deserved more than just a Pro Bowl bid, man. I think I just can't see four cornerbacks being on an all pro team that's been playing better than him. Better when than you him. talk okay. about when you turn on the tape, not name by name basis, obviously, man, I got love for those guys. Jay Ram is my dude, man, and obviously he's a top tier. But when you look at these guys and you say, like, man, I, it's hard to say that Mooney don't belong up there, man. So, you know, I'm, you I'm got- happy he on my team for sure. All he need to do is just catch him. He catching yeah. them now. And he catching them. And he, he catching them. them. He, he catching one. I said, okay, get him yeah, out of he here. catching them. Couldn't be more proud of my dude, Young Moon, man, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I would guess he going to be on all, somebody's all-pro team. You know, I think, I think obviously it's tough to, to, to argue the names, but he's on one of the best teams in the league. True story. He's playing these big games. He's playing well in them. Uh, he's going to play well in these playoffs. No doubt. And, you know, now that he ain't wearing 35, in uh, in Kansas City, you know, he's getting a lot more respect. For sure, that thirty-five in KC was a little. <laughs> I say, Mooney, you got you can't expect him to love you with the three-five on. Man. I ain't gonna lie, the seven look, the seven makes me want. You got to be all pro at seven thirty-five. I don't know if we could sneak thirty-five in a Pro Bowl or nothing like that. It's tough, it's tough, but the seven. We can get, we Sell can get you, you, you. Yeah, you look something. You look like something out there for sure. You for sure look like something. Now I want to talk about Steve Wilkes because you know y'all was playing good football and and, and we, uh, lost a few games, lost the three games in a yep. row. Um, they had that BS penalty in Cleveland. We, we ain't even gonna go there because yeah, I, you know, I'm crazy, ready to break. Yeah, I said y'all got dang league, <clears throat> but they brought him out the booth and he was on the sideline. Has that really made the difference that people are making it out to be? Because now you see in the energy, you see him interact with players. It does seem like uh, it's bringing a different energy to this defense. You know, one thing that you can appreciate is one thing I, I, I appreciate guys doing what, what works for them. Like, you know, and, and and I don't think that it was as a big a deal as it was initially made. But I will say having him on the sideline, being able to heal things off of his, he come to you say, hey, what you like, what you don't like. You don't get that type of interaction when he's upstairs. Like, nobody's getting on the phone. And let, when you sit there, he tell you, like, hey, what do you like? And me and multiple players, he'll tell you, come talk to him. Hey, we don't like this, coach. He feel the game and he say, like, hey, you know what? We ain't gonna run this no more. And just that energy, just that, that, just that, that timing of him being on the sideline, feeling it. Like, hey, I know that this is not working. I can feel y'all energy. Let me switch it up. Let me call something else. You don't feel that on a, in a booth. You know what I'm saying? When you call Anaheim 15 times in a row, like, you know, you're not feeling that. Like, you're you know what I'm saying? You call too much links, man. Like, you right, gotta come on now. Like... <laughs> but no, man, I think that it's been a huge thing because, like, he listened to his players. And you, a lot of defensive coaches, some of them do, some of them don't. He's not stuck in his ways. His adjustments, man, is top tier. And that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing, the energy that you get. Do passionate. He really like a cat, like he a cool old. Uh, he like he he like that cool unk man. Huh. Like you can just talk to about anything. But man, he's so passionate about the game and he passionate about what he do. You can just feel that. And when you feel that with him, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, man, I'm happy that you down here with us. You down here in this fire with us, and you feel it. No question, no question. It looked like it. It looked like it's made a difference. It looked like it's where he should have been. I'm sure there was something in his career that was like, ah, I might be able to see it better from the booth. Right, but I right, think right. it's been been great on all you know on all fronts and then you got db i love db come on db man. one of the best coaches and he never get no credit so i try to give him love at every turn i can he work hardest anybody in the building 
He's always prepped and he's working with the safeties usually. And so tell me about your relationship with him. Man, you know, funny thing, man, me and DB go way back. DB was, uh, when I signed with Jacksonville about seven years ago, signed my first deal, DB was the first time. That was his first time in the league. Oh, wow. And, man, when I tell you, Sherm, like, man, I was a young dude. So, you know, you, I have this deal, man, and, you know, I'm just supposed to be this vet guy. I'm 25 years old. Me and DB, kind of, we always had a great relationship. I just wasn't the most mature guy back then. Like, you know, that's, that comes with time. Uh, man, but one thing about DB, man, he was the same one way when I first got in the league. And he's now at this point, without him, we the success that we have on the back end, man, DB gets so much credit, man, because he's so he's so detailed in his work. You come in there, man, whether it's having us come in there extra, he's giving us nuggets. Well, when this stuff's showing up in the game, it's really translating. It's like, hey, man, and, and I don't think DB get his, uh, enough credit. He another guy who's – he's a Kyle Shannon, Coach Kyle Shannon type of guy. He loves sleep, eat, drink, think football. You can't have a normal conversation without, with DB without him bringing up some football stuff, man. Like, you know, that's just a testament to how much he loves his craft. And he loved being here. He loved coaching the guys, man. And the guys riding around him. Now he got the room. I know he was the assistant when you was here. Now he got the room, man. And it's just like, it's his vibe is a little different, man. And you respect the way he move. And, man, I got so much love for DB, man. We connected for life for sure, man. No question. Yeah, I feel the same way. We still text to this day. All day, uh, man. Good dude. He deserve a D DC job. And I'm sure he's going to start to get some calls, you know, now that more guys are starting to get uh, if slow it get all OC job, I mean, hey, a head man, coach absolutely. job. You know? He deserved he, he deserve whatever going to come DB way. No doubt about it. No, no doubt question. About it. Well, I know it's your, I know it's time for you to get some rest. I, I mean, I've been enjoying this conversation. You know, man, we don't talk to you all day, man. You know, I've been yeah. talking to you all day. You, you played with Sip too, huh? Man, Sip, my guy. Yeah, yeah I played yeah. with Sip, man. Yeah, you know, Sip, you know Sip, Sip came through Sip. for a sec. <laughs> I got many funny stories about Sip, man. Got love for Sip though. Sip, me and Sip go way back. That's my dude for sure though. Boy, sip, sip, sip a ball hawk, but sip be trying to stain people. Boy, oh, every yeah, chance man, sip, he gets, sip, 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 sip will give you 140, 140 tackles, man. You put him in that box. Hokey rules, man. He down there. He gonna get active for sure. Good old hokey rules. Look, Cam would be proud. Cam would be proud. They put him in for him. <laughs> Them hokey rules. They they took him to Jacksonville. Took him to Jacksonville, man. Good old hokey rules, man. Sip love it, man. Sip got paid, man. Sip got yeah, paid Sip them got hokey rules, man. No yeah, doubt about it, Sherman. I appreciate you, dog. I appreciate you finally having me, man. No yeah, doubt look, about it, man. Hey, y'all, 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 y'all get to, you know what I mean? Knock on this wood. Y'all get to, to February in Vegas. We're gonna we're gonna have this conversation. Run it again. back. Run it back. You know I got you. Hey, sir, I good, appreciate brother. you, G. Appreciate you. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.